Okay, everybody, here we go with part two of what I do and how I do it. And what we're, that I had, I did an hour and then I was disturbed. So if you're looking at part two, go find part one and watch that before you watch this. Perhaps, unless you're just drawn to watch this and then watch this. But um, in, in my mind, the other way would be preferable. So the, I was talking with a pretty clear unit, by the way, between that time and this time. I was talking with a client of mine in California, and she initially woke up years and years ago, and then she woke up with me again. Uh, and uh, now it's been uh, a few months, two or three months. Since, I, don't, I don't know how long, but I've been working with her husband much longer. But, uh, but at any rate, they, um, and she's happily reporting that she's beginning to notice her patterns by their absence. Where, where they're just, you're ready for the anger and it just doesn't come. You recognize, wow, I would have been angry because I'd have been identified very, very strongly as a Fred. As it was, she was actually talking about particular situations. And one was that she'd had a family situation that just blew up and that um, she had had a similar situation a year and a half ago, and it ate her lunch for a solid year. And she noticed that this one never got to eat her lunch, that it disoriented her, and it was, you know, and, and it kind of wore her out emotionally. It was a, it's, it's, a, it's an emotional roller coaster. I get that completely. And the, but she didn't actually, it, there, she, there was, she responded to that situation instead of reacting. See, conditioning reacts, awakeness responds. And it's not like I do it, awakeness does it. It's just response is what happens. Like I can, you know, be on a phone call with some with one of these customer service people that's not giving me customer service. And I just know they should be. I know that they've got it wrong. It's usually my error. But sometimes, sometimes maybe it's theirs. And there, where I know I would be angry, there's nothing. And instead, I hear myself, well, I understand. I understand completely. Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, just incredible. Just this, all of this unfred-like behavior. I don't want to report something foolish to you. But I just want to take it down to living day to day and get out of this airy fairy thing for a little while. Is that like this one night this with this week? Betsy and I went to dinner, and we we usually go some go out to dinner, and it's usually twenty five dollars or something like that, right? I mean, this is South Carolina, so it's going to be cheaper than where it is where you are probably. And um, but you can get a decent meal for twenty five dollars too. I mean, just it's it like casual casual. Uh, um, fast casual, they call it, right? That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a real dinner or anything where you go, you spend some pretty good money on that. But, you know, $25, $30. And the, we were eating at a place and it was uh, $40 plus tip or something and we we're never cheap on tips. So it was roughly 50 bucks. And um, Betsy said, and I said, whose turn is it to pay? And she said, I really don't know. And then she said, I'll pay. And I thought, well, that's great. You pay. <laughs> this is a spendy one. You pay. That's, that's good for Fred. 
And the next night we went out and we went to Smashburger, which is a whole hell of a lot cheaper. And, and I realized that I was going to pay. And I said, and I had already thought about this, by the way, it wasn't really just the, the Smashburger walking in that reminded me of what I had already decided to do. And I paid her half of the night before. I said, you know, when it's bigger than more than what we think, perhaps we could each pay half instead of sticking either one of us. And that seems so fair and it seems so reasonable. And that ain't Fred-like behavior. It just isn't. It would have never occurred 15 years ago. It just wouldn't. It, I, I'd have been trying to badger her into paying the next one because I, I needed my money. <laughs> <laughs> that is noticing a pattern by its absence, which is the pattern of, of absolute selfishness. And I notice it now by its pattern. So waking up people is just helping, helping is really, I don't wake up people. I don't do that. I wake up awakeness. I wake up myself. And by, and the way that I wake up myself is that I help myself see the truth. And then I continue to help myself see the truth if there are additional meetings and thoughts on. But that's all an awakening session is, is just coming to see the truth. And there may be a flashbang, and most often there's not. I used to get a lot of flashbangs, but the, frankly, this teaching is so incredibly skillful now that I just don't get much because you're moved along gradually. So, um, so just in case you're concerned, uh, in this teaching, you get to keep your stuff. <laughs> you don't have to give it away and you don't have to send it to me. You can keep your stuff. I don't care. Because it ain't got nothing to do with this. You know, I, I, I should, if I were to cut a video and talk about the relationship between money and awakening, it would be a blank video. Because there's no relationship there at all. It really isn't. People think there is, but there's not. There's a lot of people that feel like that my fees are real high Com compared to what? <laughs> you know, I mean, compared to what? Compared to the way you want it, I get that. <laughs> but I can't meet with all the people who would want to meet with me for less money. So that's the doorkeeper and it's fine. As I said on Backgap years ago, and I say it again, that anybody who thinks that I charge too much, they have an advantage over me because they know how much a spiritual teacher should earn and I don't, right? It's just that simple. But then now I'm just going with that misnomer again because I'm not really a spiritual teacher. I'm a spiritual unteacher. That's the truth. We strip everything away. We don't go for anything but awakening and we don't, and we go for awakening via negativa, which is that we, we go the negative way. We come to see very plainly what you are not. And I spend a great deal of time on that. And uh, I drive units crazy sometimes. The guy that I told you about earlier that was so smart, he, you know, he told me, he said, you know, well, I, I've already admitted that the character is a social construct, so perhaps we could move a little faster. This guy never been in an awakening in his life, an awakening session in his life. I've been in a well over a thousand. 
and this guy has never um, didn't doesn't know the first thing about awakening because he proved it when he ended up waking up at the very end of the session anyway. And he went, oh, I didn't see you. I never thought about it. I never expected that. He saw it because it was backwards. But see, as long as he was full of his knowledge, I couldn't put anything in there. It was a knockdown, drag out session. It really was. Because I was determined to wake his ass up and he was determined not to wake up. Because once you, once you pay me, that gives me license to keep you bright any way that I can. And sometimes that's real pretty and pleasant and sometimes it's not. I can't tell you how many emails I have got from clients writing in and telling me, thank you so much for being so tough on me Everybody else would have just gone along with it and I would have gotten to the same nowhere that I would have gotten with you. It, it, it would have gotten with you had you not done it. I told a brilliant psychiatrist one time in session, in our awakening session, shut up! <laughs> and he did and he almost immediately woke up too. Because I shook him out of his shit. He let me do that. It was a guy on the West Coast and he stayed with me for months. A year, I guess. <clears throat> Something like that. And yeah, a year. And um, I don't know what he's doing now, but I suspect he's I suspect, suspect there's a lot of clarity over there. So he was he was prepped for it anyway. He was prepped for truth. That's what the spiritual path does, is other than in helping you suffer as much as you need to suffer, it preps you for the truth which is, but we don't, but, 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 but we are reluctant seekers. We are, we are reluctant. No, we're not. We're avid seekers. We're reluctant finders. Because once we find it, once we, once we see the truth, the very next thing that happens the instantly is that ego will come in right behind that awakening and begin to co-opt it. I've only seen this 500 times. <laughs> I've probably seen it over a thousand. Well, I've only seen it 500 because not everybody gets sessions afterward. So, but I've seen it hundreds of times where ego comes in right behind and begins to rebuild. And it's starting from the standpoint that Fred just woke up. Thank God. I finally got it. And now I will go forth and heal the world. That's utter bullshit. It really is. And now I know. Now I know. I woke up, so now I know. I know something. That's utter bullshit. You come to know less and less. But you can recognize truth. And it's my job to call people on their lies and to call people on their bullshit. I had a woman not long ago in deep resistance to me. And this was like three weeks after she was in tears and declaring I would never get rid of her. You are my teacher, this, that, and the other. And the first time that her ego was challenged, boom, she's out. That's right. It's just the way it works. 
just the way it works. It's because, and it's not, and it's not somebody's fault. It's not like that's a ignorant bad unit or anything like that. That's just the way it works. Unless it doesn't, unless it works some other way. But most of the time it'll work like that, but not with that level of resistance. See, everything here is open to discussion, but nothing is open for debate. We're beyond that. And you're coming to find out this view, and that's what I offer. I don't offer this view as, it, as it's adopting to yours. Because the, 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 the prayer that you guys had is that the truth has been seen here that the truth lives here, that this is the truth. And if that's what you think, you're right. So there's nothing open for debate. You can't obscure truth and, you know, and, and tell me that it's clean or clear. You just can't do it. So sometimes I have to be hard on people and I don't like it. I really do not. It is not comfortable. But see, people come to me and they ask me to wake them up, but they don't give me a set of parameters. They're, they think there's an unspoken set of parameters so that I can wake them up and not hurt their feelings and I can clear them up and not hurt their feelings. And that very often is not the case. I've hurt many, many, many clients' feelings and I, I hated it every single time. And that's the truth. I don't like to do it. But, it, but it's not my job to agree with your ego's position. It's my job to help you see through your ego's position. That, that it, it's my job to help because the, and, and the resistance that comes back at me is from the ego that you have asked me to help you clear up, clear through, clear your way through. Unbelievable, but that's the way it is. That's the way it works. That's part of this position. And the and, and what I've noticed is I have to be very careful because boy, when somebody comes on board and they make me out to be just you know the, the Jesus figure, then the, usually a fire that burns hot burns fast. And the next thing I know, I'll turn around and they'll just I'm the worst guy there ever was. Yin yang, see. So. I just help you tell yourself the truth. And this truth is just so incredibly simple. There's one thing going on and you're it. There's one thing going on and you're it. And not only that, but there's one thing going on and you're it. You are not awake. Nobody on the planet is awake. Nobody on the planet is failing to be awake. There's no such thing as awake or not awake. There is awakeness only. So I told you, or told you earlier, it can feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, awake, I'm awake to this. But when I tell you that, I want you to know that it's partially sullied. Because I wouldn't even be noticing that I'm awake to this if I was genuinely just being as awakeness. I would just be awake to that without commentary. You see, the commentary is still be built in ego because I'm not claiming to have graduated here. 
I'm not. And I haven't graduated. I never will graduate. The last thing I would ever want would be the idea of graduation. But seekers want to graduate. Seekers do not want to wake up gradually. Seekers don't want to spend any time at this. They just want to wake up and then they want to teach next week. I swear to God. I have had units in an awakening session begin to talk about teaching. I swear to God. It is unbelievable. Whatever humility was there that was there that allowed the awakening to take place is swept away. And now look at me. It is unbelievable. I had it too. See, that's the thing is I can't, is that I can't, anything I'm fussing about, I did, because I had three plus years of oscillation in post-awakening. And, and, and I didn't have a teacher. I didn't have any real guidance. Uh, I didn't really understand what had happened. I knew what had happened on one level, but I didn't really, I, well, there was, wasn't the clarity. I couldn't understand the ramifications of what had happened. And that's what clearing is all about. Is understanding is, is coming to see and adapt to the ramifications. It's actually about coming to abide as this awakeness, not something I thought, not awakening I had, but you come to abide as awakeness itself. But I don't want to live as peace. I want to live in peace. And you will never ever, that character will never ever leave, live in peace because your character, the bobber, the Betty is unpleasable. So no point in even trying. When you realize the folly of your ways, which is that that character is resistance itself. Even the body is resistance. It's a resistance to awake space. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's a resistance. As long as there's a body, there will be some conditioning. I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's Ramana Maharshi or my, my, my sainted Nisargadatta Maharaj. If there's a body there, there's conditioning. His conditioning's smoked. And he said, who cares? Let it have what it wants. It had nothing to do with him. The way he dressed had nothing to do with this, I promise you. Oh, I love this little, you know, kind of thing. It, it, hell, I'm 66. I'm trying to dress the thing up. You know what I mean? And it's not, I don't have that much to work with. And I'm losing ground. So I try to dress a little sharp because it. I'm living a lie, which is that, which is that the fact that this thing, because this thing doesn't feel old, because I am not old. I have not aged a day. The body has. But I'm not ready to give up and go the way of the body just yet. Right? The body is aging at one rate, and I'm aging at another, which is zero.
I like to help myself out. That's what I really do. And how I help myself is with inquiry. It's with inquiry and piercing insight. Insight into seeing where you're stuck. That's the beauty of one-on-one. -on -one. And training someone to, that's going to help me teach this seems to be doing very, very well. Um, but he's begun to see just how involved this thing really is and what you really have to, it's, 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 a, it's a big deal. It's easy everybody to do it. And it is easy, except for that I talked about a knockdown drag out awakening session, didn't I? So was that easy? Well, it was for awakeness, but it wasn't for that which was trying to, the, 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 that which was trying to wake up the other thing, which I am awakeness. But when the frustration came, that was Fred. Fred made his appearance right in the middle of that awakening session. But he didn't stay. It was immediately seen as Fred. And it was, I exhaled and that was that. Awakening is not really difficult. You're already awake. And you don't know what that means. Just trust me if you want to. You don't have to trust me. You can go and believe in whatever you want. I don't care. I don't even know what you believe. Why would I care what you believe? You believe what you believe. But if you're interested, you can believe in what I tell you. What if everything that I told you was the truth? What if I wasn't just a bullshit guru on, on YouTube, just trying to... To, to run in a racket. What if that wasn't true? What if you knew positively that what I'm telling you is the truth? Would that affect you differently? Well, you're not opening. You're not opening to, you're not open to the truth because you want the truth to be what you want it to be. And it's not that, and it never will be. And you will not wake up as long as you make your demands. I have a, a somewhere I've got a little framed thing from, uh, it's a quote from A Course in Miracles, and it says, which is a good book. And it says, the, um, those who see themselves as whole make no demands. And I finally just suffered so much that I was willing to make no demands upon anything. Just kill me. That's what I really wanted. And that's basically what I did was I basically committed suicide. I said, I'm, I'm out. I have nothing to do with this unit. I don't want anything to do with this unit or this story at all anymore. This body would continue to live in the service of Betsy Hackett Davis. Fred died. He really died that night and he recognized he died the next morning. But he died that night. Recent video I did on that with the meditation in it is called Come Die With Me. And that's my invitation. I'm not in inviting you to anything other than the death of the cow. And you can see where a character might be just a wee bit resistant to that. But there is no character. There are just patterns. 
So I'm really just helping Hurricane Fred notice that the eye of the hurricane is not the boss, the eye of the hurricane is an absence. That there's nothing in the middle. That there are all these redness patterns, you see them, I see them. We call him Fred because we got to call him something and it's asked you to call it Fred and, and it's asked me to call it Fred and I will. <laughs> but there's no Fred here. They're just patterns. And what you're watching where there's not a whiteness, where there's not, where there's not conscious a whiteness, you are watching red buttons hit red buttons. You're in full automation. Full automation. You're not running this. You're not running this as, for, as, 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 as an individual, and you're not running this as a whiteness. There's nobody running this. There's just this running. There's just this happening. No driver to the bus. That's the truth. And that's a hard truth for a unit to digest because there's nothing in it for it, right? Well, actually, it's, it's really, it's a hard thing for a character or an ego, would you just call ego character the same thing for the moment. It's a hard thing for uh, a character. A character can't, you know, doesn't want to kill itself, nor does a character want to see that it doesn't exist, which is what happens with awakening. It's not, awakening is not about addition, it's about subtraction. Hell, I used to know everything. And now I don't know anything. I don't even know what I am. I really don't. I mean, I can tell you who I am in the, in the code of Ramana Maharshi and all that. I can tell you who I am. Well, I don't know what that is. I can tell you I'm a whiteness, but I don't know what a whiteness is. I can tell you I'm this, but I don't know what this is. See, you know so much. But I'm right with my friend Socrates. <clears throat> Here's Socrates right here. This is Socrates, whoops, this is Socrates. And Socrates said, the man who knows, who knows, he knows nothing. The person who knows, they know nothing. They've got a leg up on everybody else. I don't know exactly the way, the way he said it, but that leg up thing is probably Southern. <laughs> I don't know. You get what you get, right? I mean, what you see is what you get. And, I, you know, it's a rough cob. I understand that. It's, it's not my idea of a spiritual teacher either. Uh, spirit, even a spiritual unteacher is not my, my, my idea of one either. But here it is anyway. And it wants to be of service. And I think that it is in, in, in broad service to itself. It's in broad service to you. It's in dedicated service to you. Because you are me, and I am in love with myself. I am in love with myself, and I got plenty of units suffering. I don't want that one to suffer much longer. That's why I've got it watching this video. And no, I don't, God doesn't move the chess pieces. I'm just telling you that that's the way of it. The way of it when, is when you get close to being suffered out, you'll find this unit. 
it's, it's, it's nothing to brag about, but it's incredibly effective. So I love you very much. Come join the backwards teaching if you feel like it. And if you don't, that's perfectly fine because this is not for everybody. It's only for those who have suffered enough. It's only for those who are ready to tell themselves the truth when it's presented to them. I love you.